Hi, my name is Enrico Ferri and welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast. We have a passion for worship, whether it's worship leading or just worshiping together with other believers in Christ. And we realize that worship is not just five songs on a Sunday or even just a two-hour worship session, but that worship is a lifestyle where we bring our bodies as a living sacrifice of praise before the Lord on a daily basis. And on this podcast, we share in that manner, whether it's through a song, testimony, teaching, and interviewing other believers and brothers and sisters in Christ. So welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast and enjoy this episode. Hi, it's uh, such an honor for me to share with you uh, about episode three today of The Secret Place. If you have been following us over the last two weeks, um, you've maybe seen that we've done episode one and two on The Secret Place and we are just allowing the Holy Spirit just to take us on a journey um, on this position that we have been created in and created for called The Secret Place. My name is Enrico Free from Burning Lamp Ministries and let's just close our eyes and pray before we start. Our Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we want to honor you in this moment. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for revealing yourself to us as we journey deeper into the secret place and what we are called for in this season. God, and I pray even in this time this morning, today that you will just anoint my lips and anoint my tongue um, as I bring a word of encouragement this morning about who you are and your faithfulness. Jesus, we love you. There really is no one like you. Amen. Well, I'm super excited um, to dive in with a short message today. Uh, I really felt it on my heart to share a bit about uh, Psalm 139, probably one of my uh, most favorite Psalms in the Bible. But I want to start off and I want to just maybe tell you today that, um, that God really, really loves you. That the reason he created you was not just just because he wanted to create you. He wanted to love you. He wanted to, he created you so that he can be with you. He created you so that he can stand in relationship with you, in an intimate relationship with you, so that he can be one with you. And I want to tell you today that God absolutely loves you. In John 3, we see this that. God writes and he says that God so loved the world, God so loved you that he sent his one and only son to die for you, that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And I want to encourage you today, this is the God that we believe in, the God that absolutely gave himself for you. It's the greatest act of love uh, that was ever shown on the face of the earth. And... You know, during my years of, of just walking with Jesus, I have realized this more and more, and it's something that has been whispered into my spirit so often. And I want to tell you today that you were not created to stand in religion with God. You were created to stand in communion with God. You were not created to, by works um, and ticking the right boxes in your life, uh, gain His approval, or by holding to certain things gain his approval and gain his love. In fact, there's nothing that you can do or that you can do more that will change his love for you. You see that the work on the cross was final. Jesus made his decision long before you chose him. You see, he chose you long before you chose him. 
And so nothing that we can do in our lives um, more or less can change that. And I think sometimes we get caught up in this thing in our, in our hearts and in our minds that we should perform in front of Him, that we stand up in the morning and we think to ourselves, if we can just do all these things right today, then God will love us more and there will be more approval, there will be more favor, but it's not how it works. You see, we should allow the Holy Spirit to reveal God's character to us. We should allow the Holy Spirit to open our spiritual eyes so that we can see the way that God looks at us. I always say that because my wife and I have a heart for worship. I would always say that um, your worship and the way you worship Him, whether it's from, it's, it's an internal revelation that flows out into a physical expression. It's um, the way you see Him is directly the way you worship Him is directly connected to the way you see Him, right? And it is also that way when it comes to approaching Him. So it's not approaching Him in the secret place from a place of religion or from a place of shame. He says in His Word that you can come boldly and approach Me. Because of My Son, I accept you. Because I look at the perfect Lamb and uh, through His blood as the veil, or as the filter, if you can call it that way, I see you as spotless and I accept you and the veil has been torn and I say to you, come as you are and approach my throne. You see, a lot of the times we've seen it as we've led worship that people in those moments struggle to encounter God because they feel so ashamed. They look back on their week and because they have tried through works and through religious ways to get his approval and to gain his love, they look and, and they fail. They look back at a week standing there on a Sunday morning and say, I failed so much this week. Surely, God, you won't connect with me today. And that's such a lie. You know, the enemy comes in those moments and he tries to condemn us. But there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So you were made to stand in relationship with him. And when we go through Psalms 139, the revelation that David received, as we read out of the Passion Translation, about how God sees him, how God feels about him, the nature of God towards us, then it will absolutely blow your mind to think, have you ever thought about it this way, that the creator of the universe, okay, Yahweh himself, the God that breathed uh, the galaxies, the God that holds the water masses of the earth in his hands, comes and he has this capacity to, with millions and billions of people on the face of the earth, he has this capacity to encounter each person in an intimate and in a unique way like he would encounter somebody else. Isn't, doesn't that in itself blow your mind? Um, I always think of, I don't know if you guys remember the movie Bruce Almighty, but at one stage he, he has the opportunity to stand in the shoes of God himself and then uh, the, the relationship between him and humanity is, is portrayed in this way where he um, sits in front of a computer and all these emails come through and then as he is in the, the shoes of God, you know, or he gets overwhelmed by millions and millions of messages just come into his inbox and he's not sure how is he going to reply to all of them and then he starts to realize but how does God do this how is it possible that God can connect with me and connect with my friend and connect with that guy and connect all at the same time and that just shows you the 
the beautiful dynamic of the God that we serve. And uh, I want to tell you today that um, we spoke in the previous series about uh, the secret place being a physical place where supernatural encounters take place, where uh, Jesus often broke away from the crowds, away from his friends, away from the noise to commune and have intimate conversation with his Father. Now I want to tell you about, I believe, the ultimate secret place that um, that we were created for, and that is when Jesus comes to John 4.23 to the Samaritan woman at the well. Now imagine this, the, 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 the endless well that Jesus is with, with endless resource, with endless life and endless living water coming from out of him, actually goes and sit on a man-made well that represents um, that represents systems of this world, things that we trust in in this world that we think will satisfy us and that we think will quench our thirst and will stop our searching. Um, so the Jacob's well represents those physical things, the things of this earth that grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Those things, compared to the eternal one, to the to the our Messiah, our Savior, the one seated on the throne, the one through whom and to whom we were created. So that's the comparison that you can look at when Jesus speaks to this woman at the well, right? And he says to her at one stage, he says that the time has come that that you will worship my Father in spirit and in truth. So here's the thing about worshiping in spirit is that it's not connected and you are not bound to... a place anymore. You do not have to walk or drive kilometers to sit in the presence of God. Just like I spoke of, now the veil is torn and through His Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, now in an instant you can connect with Jesus wherever you are on the face of this earth. So I always make this joke, it can be in the toilet, it can be while you're washing dishes, it can be driving in your car, which to me is is one of my most favorite times just to speak to him. And um, so we have this beautiful gift called the Holy Spirit. And through the Holy Spirit, he reveals the truth, the spirit and truth. He reveals the truth of who Jesus is in every situation. And so we have this, I always say this even about worship, that worship, I know people say it's about ushering in the presence of the Lord, but I also do believe that worship through spirit, through the Holy Spirit, means that we actually just in a moment become aware of the fact that He is present, that God never leaves us. And as we go through Psalms 139, uh, you will also see that David got this revelation. Um, So I want to maybe just start off and let's see uh, where the Holy Spirit takes us um, with Psalms 139 as we go through the different segments. But just in the Passion Translation, as this is communicated, you will see how this will blow your mind. and just how faithful the Lord is and how beautiful He has created us, this dynamic relationship between us and Him. You see, we are just absolutely so one with Him. Have you ever just stopped and just thought about it for a moment that you are absolutely, just like Jesus speaks of in John 15, that you are absolutely one with God Himself, that you are absolutely one with Holy Spirit and Jesus Himself, that there's nothing that can separate you from who Jesus is. And um, we see proof of this. I just want to also read this to you so that you can see this. We also see proof of this in Romans 8 where um, 
where this beautiful Romans 8 verse uh, from 37 to 39, hear this, I want to read this. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, okay? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor, nor depth, nor, um, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ, in Christ Jesus our Lord. What does this basically say? Let me say it this way, that we know that God is love, right? He says that in, in 1 John, that, uh, that God is love. So, which means what he's actually saying here, that there's nothing that can separate you from my love. Why? Because you are simply one with love himself, Jesus Christ. Isn't that beautiful to think that you are in Christ, that you are one with love himself called Jesus Christ? That is so powerful. That is a powerful revelation in itself that we, as his beloved ones, should start to realize our position in Christ just as he is seated at the right hand of the Father. So are we seated in Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. So are we seated in love at the right hand of the Father. So are we one with love himself. He is the true vine. Let me read this to you from verse 1 in Psalms 139. Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every moment of my heart and soul. You understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. Isn't this so personal and amazing that God even knows the thought, the words that you're going to speak, He even knows the thought that you're going to think, Thoughts that you're going to think even before it enters your mind. Isn't this so? God's capacity to be able to be aware of all these things is just so amazing. Um, and it says here, you perceive every moment of my heart and soul. So that's the thing when it comes to the secret place in the spirit. This place of your connection between God. This conversation, this constant awareness and conversation that's going on between you and the Father. That no one else can access or or eavesdrop on that conversation because it's such an intimate conversation between you and the Father and the Spirit. Um, and God intimately knows you, whether you're a believer of Him or in Him, whether you're in Christ or not, He intimately knows you. Why? Because He created each person on the face of the earth. He created, He chose, just like with Adam and Eve in the garden, to become close and intimate with us. Um, isn't that just so beautiful? You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. We are simply like an open book before him. Imagine, guys or girls, that you were, be, you were able to, to know your husband or your wife in that way. Just by simply looking at them, you can see right through them. Like there's simply nothing, nothing that they can hide from you. It's the same with the Lord. When, when, that's why I sometimes wish I can just look through his eyes, through the Spirit, to see what he sees. Because... When he looks at us, there, you can try and hide whatever you want from him. It will never be possible because he just sees absolutely right through you. Um, and I want to encourage you guys today. I think when, even when you think that, God, I can hide nothing from you, you see right through me. It's not because he wants to punish you. It's not because um, you should feel like, oh, there's just no way. I've got so much sin, I've got so much shame, I just want to hide it from you. That's not why He created you that way. It's so that He can fully enjoy you 
in that way that he created you. It's so that he can see the, so that he's possible to see the brokenness, the shame in your life. And he wants to address that through love, not through punishment or condemnation. Um, You've gone into my future to prepare the way and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from harm of the past. Your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. If I go down to the realm of dead, you're there too. If I fly with wings into the shining dawn, you are there. If I fly into the radiant sunset, you're there waiting. Wherever I go, your hand will guide me. Your strength will empower me. It's impossible to disappear from you or to ask the darkness to hide me, for your presence is everywhere bringing light into my night. There is no such thing as darkness to you. The night to you is as bright as day. There's no difference between the two. Isn't that so beautiful that there's no way that we can hide from him? Even the darkness is light to him. Do you understand the way that he sees things that just by reading through this passage of scripture, the way he sees things is just so profound. Now hear this following thing, and this is what I want to tell you that you were created in and created for. You formed my innermost being. Isn't that so intimate? Shaping me delicate, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside and wove them all together in my mother's womb. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelous and breathtaking. Well, just just stop there. You need to understand today, but I just feel like in this moment in my spirit that there's somebody watching this now that needs to hear this. You have been looking in yourself in to yourself in the mirror every day and you are absolutely disgusted about what you see in the mirror. I want to tell you, this is the revelation that David got here. Listen to this. Everything, he just before that, he said, you made me so mysteriously complex. Then he said, everything you do is marvelous and breathtaking. Beloved, for you who are sitting there who, do, who don't love yourself, I want to tell you that you, um, that everything that God does by making you, you were made marvelously and breathtaking. When God looks at you, you take his breath away. There's a scripture in the Bible that also says he, deli- he calls you Hepzibah. His delight is in you. And even as I speak this now, I sense that there's somebody watching this and say, saying that this can't be true. I want to tell you that it can be true, that there's, no, there's not another perfect father to you that you will ever find than your heavenly father. And the way that he, that's why I, I believe that as believers, we need to grasp this revelation of how he feels about us, how he feels about us and how he created us for him so that he can fully enjoy us and so that we can fully enjoy him. And I believe in the months to come and in the weeks to come, as we go down deeper into this, um, I believe that God is going to set some hearts free on the way they see themselves by grasping the revelation of how God sees them. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place. I want to read that again to you. It simply amazes me to think about it, how thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing into something. I feel I want to stop here today. And uh, I just feel like God wants to minister to some hearts 
in the way they see themselves, in the way you see yourself. It's important that you grasp this revelation that God created you in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping you from nothing into something. That everything that God does is marvelous. Everything that flows in and through him is absolutely marvelous. And God just, he just doesn't do things just because he wants to do things. Or because he does, he, it's, it's a skillfully intimate, thoughtful process how we were created. And beloved, I want to tell you that you should know today that God skillfully and marvelously and carefully created you in the secret place for him so that he can enjoy you and so that you can fully respond from this revelation and that so, so that you can fully enjoy him. If you do not grasp the revelation of how he loves you and how he fully enjoys you, you will never step into that realm of the relationship that he has intended for you, that realm of intimacy and love where you can open up your heart and absolutely embrace Jesus in his fullness of who he is. So it's by fully grasping the revelation of how he feels about you where you will only come to a place where you can fully enjoy God for who he is. And I want to close in prayer this morning and I feel in the next couple of weeks or another two couple of messages that God will break this up even more. But I feel his anointing in this moment. I feel God's presence as I'm sitting here. I can just feel the yearning and the aching in his heart that you will realize today that he absolutely loves you. Why do we always want to make this gospel so difficult and so complex? But I believe the truth and the power lies in the simplicity of this revelation, guys, that he absolutely loves you. So God, my prayer in this moment is as we close off today, that whoever's watching this message now, that you will encounter their heart with your love like never before. Holy Spirit, my prayer is that you will open the eyes of their understanding to see you clearly, to grasp the revelation of how you see them. God, thank you that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God, that you made each one of us so intricately, so carefully in the secret place. That we are, our hearts and everything we are is like an open book to you, God. There's nothing that we need to hide in shame from you. But I pray that we will run into who you are and embrace who you are, God. And embrace this position that we were created in and created for. That nothing can separate us from your love. That you are love itself, the most perfect love. Jesus, I pray in the days to come that through your Holy Spirit you will drop this revelation into our hearts and that this will, I see change breaking off in Jesus' name from hearts now. I see depression breaking off just by simply grasping this revelation. Frustration, condemnation, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our message today. Remember to press the subscribe button. For more content and resources, visit our Facebook pages at Enrico and Anya Worship and Burning Lamp Ministries. And also remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Enrico and Anya Worship. If you want to come in contact with us, please send us an email to info at burninglampmusic.co.za.